I haven't seen you since the play. Yahoo! I said, it said in a dark and brooding, as if fucking Trent Reznor and and Johnny Cash and were Cash not <laughs> dark enough. Yeah, we're not already in like a coal mine level of darkness, but I'm talking about like the center of a dying star. I need yeah. fucking. I need a pitch Reznor black Cash cover. For Iron Lung. I want Iron Maiden dark. That's absolutely right. Mm. I want. I want. You know at the bottom of the sea in the belly of a whale like i want i want that level of like pitch black dark, um yeah. in, so in not my, the 80s song done in a minor key you know like to, and slow it down that's, that's no, no yeah that's, that's dark enough boy i'm yeah no i i what i i want a slow moody version of like who let the dogs out or something i i need just like a really uh, uh, slow, contemplative, and sometimes, sometimes that does really bang. Like when Lord does, everybody wants to rule the world, right? That sounds so fucking good. <laughs> or no uh, the last night good. in Soho uh, trailer where Anya Taylor Joy does like a, a haunting version of Downtown, but yeah. then sometimes it's like. Uh, the Age of Ultron trailer where it's like a child's chorus doing the song from Pinocchio and I'm like, okay, come, come on guys, come on guys <laughs> uh, and, and they've done it with every song are there any like beloved sunny hits of the 60s to the 80s that have not been <laughs> reorchestrated for some well, dramatic trailer? I think the real trailer? problem is sometimes they're good. And, um, and that that all, that encourages us to try more. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just go, oh no. <laughs> How dare this <laughs> told work? Them it's okay. It's weird. I like almost miss the Inception bombs at this, you know, after after Infinity yeah. covers, yeah. <laughs> slow yeah. haunting covers of Happy Together by the Turtles. I'm almost like, no, so please. Happy together. I made I I want, I want like a I want like a dumb Fox developed X Men movie to use that song. That should have been the song so from New Mutants. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't gonna pay for someone to cover anything for the New Mutants trailer because New Mutants was like a tax scam they were hiding under a rug, right? <laughs> <laughs> They were like, hurry, we have to get it out there. They'll be on to us. That movie is so... I haven't I haven't seen it yet, um, but it's so funny that that movie sat around for three years because they were like, okay, Disney, you can buy us, but you have to put New Mutants in theaters. And Disney was like, fine? Uh, and then COVID hit, and they're like, perfect, shove it out, go, 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 yeah, exactly. Everyone, like, all the new mutants are just, like, not, they don't jump, they are shoved <laughs> out of an airplane. Like, at the end Heart of Point Break, when that guy airplane. is, like, <laughs> bleeding out in the back, and they're, like, throw him out of the airplane. <laughs> uh. And that's, and that's new mutants. 
what what could have been. But I'm so glad. I feel like I've talked about this on the show because I have like three things that I talk about. Uh, but but I'm so glad that like uh, last night in Soho, the previously mentioned last night in Soho, the new Edgar Wright movie starring Anya Taylor Joy from New Mutants. That New Mutants came out long enough ago, and Queen's Gambit came out recently enough that like this movie doesn't have the stink of starring the girl from new mutants <laughs> it has the like oh queen's gambit in like yeah. a in like <laughs> yeah. a sexy 60s thriller here's, okay here's the thing kev i keep up on this shit didn't realize anya taylor joy was in new mutants oh yeah she played Ilyana rasputin I keep... aka okay. magic with a k <laughs> magic um great character but i'm sure that if i watched this movie i'd be like <laughs> you did a bad job on this one you for that specific I, reason you should watch it because it, it's you're going into it with such low expectations anything above the dumpster fire is gonna be like you know what it was okay at some point i'm just gonna <laughs> like hate it. i'm just gonna green out and watch new mutants you know what i mean like that's that's the it's gonna happen I, eventually i was about to ask what green out is um did you figure it out? Okay, you figured it out. No, I you figured cracked it out my. I, asked. I just wanted to out myself. <laughs> you cracked my code. Wink, wink, wink. Um, wink yeah, at some wink, point, yeah. I'm just, just going to greet out and watch and watch New Mutants um, and just have a terrible time. Uh, yeah. Just be like, this is not the character from the comic. I don't know how you take a four year old Russian girl who is sucked into a parallel dimension where she emerges out moments later you know, 14 years older and now the queen of a hell dimension. I don't know how you take that character and make her uninteresting, but I bet they did. Have I you don't... seen the most recent Hellboy? No. Why would I? Well, if you did, you would absolutely know how you make <laughs> that character uninteresting. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like it's David like Harper as Hellboy. Good. That's pretty movie, good. Movie bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's a weird. It's a weird thing that you have to deal with as a fan of Mike Mignola. Mignola's yeah. as help. someone that like really likes those comics. I haven't read all of them because there's like a thousand of them, but like really enjoys those comics and really enjoys specifically Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. I Such was just like, reboot. I don't want a reboot of this <laughs> with the Stranger <laughs> Things guy. I'm sorry, Stranger Things guy. You seem like a good actor. You know. I, I look cool. forward to seeing what you do in the future, but like Careful. help. No, thank you. What? Careful. Careful. Yeah. Careful. You're talking about Dave Harbor. Just careful with yourself. I I don't understand. I just <laughs> what did I do? Uh, Is he great... behind me? Can yeah. you see? Yeah, that's where he ended up at the end of Stranger Things. Yep. Is behind me. Yeah, he came, he came out of <laughs> Kevin's apartment bedroom. Wow, that's crazy. That season went in a weird direction. I did, I did not anticipate. Kevin, uh, it's called Stranger Things. What did you expect? I, I know, but that's a pretty strange thing. <laughs> like, yeah. like if if Stranger Things ended like that one Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where Homer ends up in our world... <laughs> I think I think that with Stranger Things would be would be the right way to go. We should. Do They're that. called One Direction. Which direction do you think they meant? That's <laughs> yeah. that's the punchline for the, my my movie called Bad Directions, um, starring One Direction, where they are the, the leaders of a satanic cult. Yeah, One Direction as themselves, being like, "Oh, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> this needs to happen now." <laughs> And yeah, so the punchline is 
Which direction do you think we were talking about? Uh, that's their black. Because that's that's, that's right. how they sound. Yeah, starring uh, uh, Dunkirk's Harry Styles as himself. I love it personally. Yeah, I watched Dunkirk this week. That movie is fucking incredible. I haven't seen it yet. That movie's very good. Yeah, I had a, I had a day where I had no kids at the house and I didn't have anything to actually work on. So I just cranked my stereo alone <laughs> at like uh-huh. ten in the morning and watched Dunkirk. It was mm-hmm. oh, Dunkirk with a with a bowl of <laughs> I'm an old man with a bowl of raisin bran with mm, whole yeah. fat yo- or whole fat yogurt, a banana, and drizzled honey. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm watching my war films, eating my rations. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did suddenly become everyone's dad <laughs> like you yeah. metamorphosed into at this point everyone's grandpa but yes i did dude you are the er dad you are <laughs> you are the <laughs> you are the omni dad and have become yes. all dads simultaneously <laughs> i have this i have this effect um dad not this prime. Effect, yes i have this tendency to like occasionally become the deity of a very specific group of people huh. Uh-huh. Um, this being Urdad, which I do believe was what happened. So thank you for making me realize that. But I also, I think I told you this, Kev, had a moment where I was sitting on my front porch wearing, uh, flip-flops, joggers, which is already a look, an Apple t-shirt, a steez cap, like a saggy beanie, uh, these glasses, which I don't need to see. They're just for looking at screens. Smoking mm-hmm. American spirits, drinking kombucha, uh, and I was listening to like Death Cab or some shit, and I was oh, like, "I am Hipster God. Like, <laughs> I, I could do. I could put my hands together and manifest." Oh Christ! Hops. <laughs> no. Hops would come pouring out of your hands. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picturing sort of a Da Vinci's the Vitruvian Man, but like you, <laughs> but you holding hipster bullshit, various yeah. hipster artifacts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So like, I have the ability to channel divinity, um, as D and D players will know. It's just sometimes that divinity is just very specific. The demographics ah. not huge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love. <laughs> no, I love. I love classing as someone that like pulls from the divine, but inventing some truly bizarre god to pull everything from yeah. uh like i once i once invented a god uh called capital and capital was spelled with like the scent sign c capital the fat cat and it was like this cat a giant cat with like a, a a stovepipe hat and a cigar and i i <laughs> all things were in quest of money and when i acquired money i was pleasing my god capital the fat cat <laughs> amazing amazing thank you um yeah love <laughs> love to class weird shit love to convince dms to let me do some fucking weird ass shit yeah it's the best it's the best that's when you have the most fun um you know not to uh, turn this into D character stories but i once classed this character who was um equal parts like animal and machine and so like every choice they they could pull equally from 
like the machine side of things or or like animal kin and and like every decision they made pulled them more in one direction or another and like weakened another part of themselves i can't believe i convinced my friend jacob to allow this to happen that's uh, very good though that's very it good was, it was fucking fun it was really yeah. good yeah yeah i've only ever played D with people who've never played D before so I get a lot of really like cookie cutter characters and people who can't commit to a bit. And then there's always one guy that knows what he's doing who comes in and like just does stuff to get people to do things, but they don't understand that that's what he's doing. So they just allow it to happen. Like my yeah. character who was a monk started torturing somebody and everyone was like, I'm fine with this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you guys not doing anything about this? I'll allow it. Um, yeah, I once, that was me. I was once in a play with this guy who asked me to play D and D with his group one night. And I don't really, I only ever did one night and I like drew up a bard cause the party was all like barbarians named like crack von smashy, you know, like that sort of D and D yeah. group. And yes. I just, I just drew up a bard cause nobody had done that. And there was like this, this, you know, 40 orcs or goblins or whatever came into our sphere and I just like did what, and I just full maxed out my bard with charisma, and I just did like one charisma play. I'm like, leave us alone. <laughs> and they all, I dispersed an army of forty, like all at mm -hmm. once. Amazing. And I was, and then I was like, all right, fellas, it's two a.m. and I have to work at Starbucks in two hours. I gotta go home. <laughs> see, see, see you, fellas. <laughs> Epic. Uh, Thank you. Yes, truly, that was epic bacon that day, and I, I won the internet. <laughs> this is, of course, Advanced Community Studies, uh, a podcast where we watch and talk about the American television comedy show Community, one or two episodes at a time. We are also the premier podcast in the Yahoo Screen podcasting network. Jason's not here to do we, the I was going to do it, but I was, yep, I waited <laughs> and then realized I was waiting for nothing. Yeah, Jace, Jace is not here to do the Yahoo jingle. Uh, I am one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and when Destro asked me to encase his entire head in chrome, I said, no! How would you even do that? How would that even work? <laughs> oh, I normally go last. I'll go second. I'm the second, the last of the normal hosts. Well, we have a guest this week. Uh, the daddy host, the hostess with the mostest kids, I think. Nope. How many do you have? A trace. Damn Amy it. The hostess with all mostest, mostest kids. <laughs> um, and I do not I do not have a fun quote. Uh, I, my problem with this episode is that when I think of it, all I think of is those stupid G.I. Joe, like, shorts. <laughs> so I, uh, G.I. Joe. I just want to, like, be really dumb and yell pork chop sandwiches. But <laughs> I say do it. Pork chop sandwiches. The fuck you are go. you doing? Get the fuck out of here! Body massage, body massage. <laughs> um, I'm glad other people know of those. So, uh, is it quite obvious that I have multiple kids in my house right now? Can you hear <laughs> yeah. them? Oh, the I literal, can hear them. The literal reason I was like, wait, maybe I'm not the hostess with the <laughs> They were supposed <laughs> to close the door. Thing. Hang on, just one second. I'm being oh, a terrible host. Yes. No, you're it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, if okay if he does not come back and do i have three kids he's fucked this up let's see what he yeah. does yeah okay that should be slightly better because yeah it's much better was, was wide open. <laughs> that's much better you're uh, yeah do you uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Fun. You want to introduce yourself and give a quote? I suppose that I do have a quote. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, hi, I'm Alex. Uh, uh, I think I'm a friend of the podcast. Am I a friend of the podcast? I'll allow it. Up until a few moments ago. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's been fun. This was uh, Advanced Community Studies. And I'm Alex (laughs) from Six Seasons and a Podcast. Uh, It's a podcast about community, and I interview folks uh, around the show. And um, my quote is, I love him! Is that what you want to hear? (laughs) Yeah. Cannot believe that neither father did. I have three kids. Um, oh, yeah, that's. I was going from the episode, but oh no, no so is it. that. So yeah. is this. I do, and I literally have three kids. Yeah, I'm terrible. I we placed bets while you were closing the door, and and I lost. I, yeah. I accidentally got you to say it, and then you didn't say it, and then you didn't say it. Yeah, it's okay. Thank you. Um. Uh, it, my my stuff is slowly kicking in, so uh, give me a oh, minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, going to watch New Mutants? Wink, <laughs> wink, wink. wink I uh, am. Watching new, new Mutants right now. Um, watching New Mutants, and it's, oh, I'm oh, I'm really watching New Mutants right now. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if you're our most frequent guest. You're you got to be up there with, like, Elise... Yeah. Uh, but you are you are the only guest to guest on a mainline episode, like during the body of the episode, and you have now you are now doing it for the second time. Ooh, and you'll probably continue to be the only one. <laughs> well, yeah, we had a we had a producer on once from we a producer. Episode. Well, yeah, yeah, but that was like an interview, so that was that was. that's kind of different. Was. But you're right, I right. guess Neil Goldman well, it would count. So you've yes. officially eclipsed Neil Goldman. Congratulations. Sorry, Neil. It's gonna happen. I... You now get all of his Family Guy writing credits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get I'll to keep those scrubs. Down. He gets to keep Scrubs, but I get Family Guy. Yeah, you get Family Guy. He gets to keep. He gets to keep Scrubs. Okay, that's fair. To right. to get Scrubs, you will have to beat him in a physical contest. <laughs> you, will, <laughs> you will have to. You will have to defeat him in the field of battle. Yeah. Absolutes. Uh, well, uh, I I don't really have uh, many orders of business unless y'all want. To- to uh date ourselves because this episode won't come out until next thursday uh do we want to discuss which community characters we think uh eat the pussy and which don't (laughs) 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 given Uh, given the recent batman controversy okay we have to great um let's give people context because if you just accidentally (laughs) run into this and someone (laughs) says what you just said and then your only explanation is given batman People are going to fucking implode. <laughs> right. Uh, so my long-held feud with Batman uh, and my disinterest with the character was proven uh, correct this week when did, when DC Comics said, no, Batman does not eat the box. He does not. He does not. Um, in an interview, one of the creators of the Harley Quinn uh, animated show, which is excellent, by the way, um, uh, gave an interview where they're like, DC Comics lets us get away with a lot, but we wanted to have Batman eat out Catwoman, and they said, no, heroes don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> Hero- Heroes don't munch the box. <laughs> Hero- um, heroes don't do that. Yeah, whoever said that is leading a very sad life. But uh, yeah, anybody, absolutely. Have, I, have they never watched Guardians of the Galaxy? 
Exactly. Uh, oh, yeah, because, like, Drax eats the puss. <laughs> Quill basically admits it in the beginning of the movie. Oh, did he? I don't remember that. He says, don't take a black light to the ship. It looked like a Jackson Pollock painting. Well, that's sperm. But, yeah, but you assume that someone with that much action has to be at I, least I see. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Right. I mean, you got uh, DJ Khaled's out there, so who knows? Oh, yeah. DJ, and uh, to quote Smash Mouth, a king who doesn't is no king at all. Um, <laughs> that was Sma- the band Smash Mouth's rebuttal to DJ Khaled saying he does not go down on his partner. Um, Smash Mouth confirmed. <laughs> Smash Mouth uh, gives oral pleasure. So that's where their name came from. Yeah, they smashed that mouth. They uh, smashed with their mouth. <laughs> Which, uh, Smash Mouth, relevant to this episode of Community. But, um, uh, so I think we can safely say Jeff Winger does not. Right, Jeff? There's no way Jeff does. Jeff only would if it was the prerequisite. Like, if it didn't happen, that meant the night ended, then Jeff would. But, outside of that, I do not think Jeff would. Jeff is confirmed as a terrible lover multiple times by Britta. So, which says to me, he never, he never, he never boxed out on 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 Britta Perry. <laughs> Britta Perry, however, definitely okay. does. Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely oh, yeah. does. Um it's the feminist thing to do. Um yeah. she, Abed, she, she does it as an egalitarian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, by the way, listeners, she's a forever... clitoral she's a clitoral Marxist, if you will. Uh, listeners, if for whatever reason you don't want to hear this conversation, there's a time code in the description <laughs> where you can yeah. skip it. But we're going to have it. Um, Abed does accept when he's in character as Batman. Except, <laughs> except when he's but being yeah, Batman. Batman has a face slot for it. Doesn't matter. He doesn't use it, apparently. Yeah. Because superheroes don't, of course. Because, of course. because heroes don't. Do heroes don't. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, shit. Troy, at the beginning of the show, does not. By the time he leaves, he does. Because that's what heroes do. He has the heart of a hero and he real does. heroes. So his Luke Skywalker hero's journey isn't discovering that it was in him all along. It was no. that... Okay, I get it. I can... Yeah. I can. All right. It was, it was down there all along. It was down that's there exactly all right. along. Yeah. He wants to bathe in manhood and men... Men, men munch. You know what I mean? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Pierce Hawthorne does not, but he has also never been asked to. You know, yeah, like yeah, no, sure. Yeah. No one wanted that. Um, Shirley does not, but Shirley would not engage in sexual congress with a woman because she believes it's a, a right and proper sin. So Shirley right. does not. Yep. I, I am Annie. Mm... Annie does. Yeah. Because she wants to be excellent in all, th- she must excell. You know, she she has to. <laughs> so workaholic to, in her. Okay. She has to be the yeah. best, right? She's a perfectionist, yeah. so she's got to get it. She got to get it done. She's um, a pleaser. Chang yeah. does. Uh, Chang does, but women wish he didn't. Yes, Chang does, but it's not good. <laughs> um, Chang does, but it's borderline like dangerous. His his heart isn't in it because, as we know, he's legit gay. Um, so his he. That, but he that's has to been live up to his own self-given moniker, which was the Chinese tiger. Yeah, El Tigre Chino. <laughs> yeah, he has um, to live up to that. I feel Korean. Uh, the Dean. Dean does. Dean will do anything. Dean would. Dean would. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. When Dean wants. That seems like a, that seems like a non. Yeah. A non-question. Yeah. If it's the right Dalmatian. Uh, yeah, absolutely, exactly. Uh, Hickey does not. I don't think so. Oh, we're getting a phone call. It's an emergency. We're, the podcast is being canceled. <laughs> this is the censors. We're, we're calling. <laughs> this, this, this is Apple Podcast saying you are banned from our platform. <laughs> this, is, this is game. We already know what's going on. Yeah, no, we can hear this. <laughs> we we we're getting this. We're calling from the future, and your podcast is fucking gets done. <laughs> Let's see, Frankie does. Yep, Frankie magnitude. definitely does. Magnitude uh, li- follower of the show, Holly Jordan says magnitude does not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think magnitude would. Yeah, I think he's I think he's there for the party, and he wants to make you know things pop magnitude up. Straight or bi or. We get no yeah. indication to magnitude sexuality. He might very well be asexual, but that does not preclude him from sure. from from eating out his partners. Um, so I'll, I'm going to say magnitude does. I'm going to disagree with our with our beloved follower. Elroy does. Elroy definitely. Mm. Okay. Well, this <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Duncan knows. I don't think he knows how. I don't. <laughs> Duncan might be a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, Duncan might just never have gotten the the opportunity to, yeah. <laughs> to express that particular part of himself. Well, Duncan does it. Is he? Okay. He yeah, would if he could. Does it? He's an alcoholic. He's just not oh. good at it. Oh, I see. I see. I see. It's sloppy. Yeah. His 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 like his uh, what's the thing that goes away when you drink? The your your like hesitation. What is that called? Inhibition. Yeah, his inhibitions are always fucking gone. Sure. So he'll that, do whatever. It's yeah. just like not. It's the drunk version. That checks out. Yeah. Uh, anybody else we want to weigh in on <laughs> whether or not? Uh, what about the winter doodle guy? <laughs> Mike? No. Mike, Mike the bully no. does not. <laughs> There's not a <laughs> chance. Um, Mike the bully, you would ask him to wear a condom and he won't even do that. Like, that's. Mike the bully is. is... <laughs> He's not it. He's not on board. He's not into it. Um, anyone else before we talk about this G.I. Joe episode? I mean, we can keep on going. I have a whole list of characters, but uh, yeah. Uh, Neil does. Oh, Real yeah, Neil with pipes of steel definitely does. Definitely does. He's a caring lover. He's a caring lover. He's a sensitive yeah. man, and he wants everyone to have a good time. Starburns does not. <laughs> Starburns. And that's something I never want to think about, and I'm sorry for all. Yeah, of our we listeners. can move past it. You didn't even have to bring it up. <laughs> no, it, we hit the hit the line. There it is. The <laughs> there it is. Oh, it's Starburns. It's good to know that there's a bottom on this. <laughs> yeah. This is we've Starburns. we've crossed the fucking Starburns event horizon. This the Starburns singularity, <laughs> and we cannot we cannot we cannot venture on past this point. Uh, <laughs> great. Let's let's segue into this week's episode, shall we? Let's do it. Um, yeah. Season. Five, episode eleven, G. I. Jeff, directed by Rob Schraub, written by Dino Stamatopoulos. Uh, in this episode, after uh, <laughs> realizing that he is aging, uh, Jeff uh, takes some uh, questionable pill- anti-aging <laughs> pills from Koreatown with a bottle of scotch and ends up hallucinating himself into a fantasy world set in the universe of the G.I. Joe cartoon show that he watched as a kid. 
uh, with all of the members of uh, the current cast of Community uh, involved and in their own sort of G.I. Joe personas. Uh, this episode is controversial. Uh, not in any, like, major way like the Advanced Dungeons & Dragons episode. This episode is controversial with, with Jeff and Annie shippers who don't like that it ages up Jeff and increases whatever questioned age gap existed between the two of them. Um, I don't care. <laughs> It's so weird. I mean, like, okay, if you're a Jeff and Annie shipper, which I am not, I don't know if anybody on the podcast here is, um, certainly the Greendale three are not, I don't, I mean, I don't hate it, but it's just, it's just not my thing. Um, if, if you're fine with like a 35 year old dating a 19 year old, then what's 40? You know, like what? Like what's five more years in, we're also in that in season, particular? We're also in season five, so she's arguably like twenty. Twenty uh, she, now. Uh, we had five years, so she's like twenty-three. She's like mid twenties. Yeah, um, something like that. At what? Hold on. This is a question that is not. I need both of you to be very clear. Is not me justifying this. But okay. at what age can a person? no longer be judged for the age of their partners based on them being too young. Is there a line that exists in the twenties or is it beyond that? I, I don't have a hard and fast rule about this. Um, I think different, I mean, just as an observer, different people give off different levels of predation in like how young their, their dating partners are. Um, (laughs) yes. I, for anyone listening out there, you know, sorry, I'm going to throw you at a hot take. I, if a 40 year old's dating someone in their early twenties, I really wonder what's wrong with both of them. Uh, what's up with both parties? Like why is the 40 year old not comfortable with someone his own age and the 20 year old what's going on there? (laughs) What's happening to you? Uh, but whatever. An easy answer to that is money. Sometimes. Well, Jeff doesn't have any of that. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff Jeff doesn't have that. Jeff doesn't have that. Annie would be the one making money until Jeff gets his legal foibles ironed out. Right. But it seems like he's going to be teaching at Greendale forever. So money is not in Jeff's (laughs) immediate future. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Money is not about that. Weird question. Is there actually anything that ties us to a specific time that this is actually happening he says it's his 40... I mean, this literally could be an episode that happens in the future, except Hickey's there. Right, yeah. Hickey being there certainly sets it within this school year. I've yeah. always generally accepted that, you know, episodes of Community air in chronological order, um, with a couple of key exceptions where you can, like, they reference an episode that hasn't happened yet, uh, like in the Billiards episode when Jeff references Family Day and that episode hasn't aired yet. You know what I mean? There's like a yeah. couple key differences there. Other yeah. than that, I no, I generally accept that these are airing in order, but there's now, you know, this show is not so serialized that that that, that ever becomes an issue, generally. Yeah, yeah I was just curious. I mean, it, it, that would be some retconning of... It, of my own doing but uh yeah no I, i'm just curious if if there's anything that actually tied us to having this have to be you know chronologically but i, I guess hickey being there more or less makes it at that time period so all right i'm yeah, looking hickey. for a loophole <laughs> couldn't find it nope. 
no, I mean, like, I, also, I, I have a pretty high ceiling for retcons. Like, I'll generally accept most new continuity and can, like, kind of reconcile it with, well, this doesn't really make sense, but, like, that's storytelling, <laughs> you know, that's uh, yeah. that's unpredictable storytelling. Like, the example I always use is that when he is introduced in the early 70s, Wolverine is just a mean Canadian guy who can kind of heal from small wounds. And slowly over time, it's revealed that he's hundreds of years old and can regenerate from a small drop of blood <laughs> being the only part of him that's left. And that, it doesn't make sense. But like, once I've accepted that that is true, then like Jeff being three years older than I thought him to be is not some, like, completely outsized concept that I cannot wrap sure. my head around. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Immaterial, but that is why this episode uh, is controversial in some circles. Uh, it's a really weird me. reason to get upset about something, but, you know, people yeah. do. People do be weird. Fans can get weird sometimes. I don't know if anyone's people ever discussed weird. <laughs> that the fandoms can get to weird... A conversation about Batman's habits trended on Twitter today. People be weird. <laughs> that was the best discussion that's happened in a long time. <laughs> is, is, this is the best Twitter day since, like, Trump got COVID. You know what I mean? Just like... I mean, yeah. It's up it was an excellent... <laughs> yeah, Bean... Oh, my God. Bean, bean Dad. Dad. Well, bean the halcyon Dad. days of Bean Dad. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a whole thing. Um, I don't know. Alex... You haven't weighed in particularly strongly, but like, I it doesn't seem like this is controversial Um, to you. Catwoman, Catwoman deserves to have her eaten out. Okay, she deserves a partner who will eat her out. And if that's Catwoman, so which Catwoman? It was my question. That depends. Selena Kyle, generally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you. I thought you meant which person who's played Catwoman. I was like, this conversation's weird now. All of them. <laughs> Every, it, uh, uh, you know, Eartha Kitt? Yes. Uh, Anne Hathaway? Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes. Dare I go on? Dare I continue Hall- to Halle list? Berry. Halle Berry. Unquestionably, Zoe, yes. Now Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. A hundred percent. They're really um, good at casting Catwoman. What the fuck? Julie <laughs> Newmar. You know, like, we, we keep going on. Um, there's maybe no better, like, character who's been better cast consistently than Catwoman, and that includes Batman. (laughs) Yeah. And that includes Batman. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, everyone, eat out your local Catwoman, uh, (laughs) if she invites you to do so. So, uh, let's get into this episode proper uh alex uh, we the the i i asked you to join us for this one uh because you are one of the biggest vocal fans of this episode um which is kind of an undersung often overlooked episode and i i would be interested to hear you speak on why this episode leaps out to you yes well i think you know i will definitely say this i suffer heavily heavily from nostalgia uh, growing up in the 80s, having watched the, the TV show and the movie and amassed with three other brothers a mighty, mighty fleet of G.I. Joe toys, uh, including the aircraft carrier, which was oh, yeah. over seven feet long. Um, I had, had the 
the Cobra base, the, the Technodrome thing. It was people can't see what I'm doing, but I'm making a, a <laughs> spheres like round shape thing. Anyway, um, so I think that's why this episode really stands out to me. It, it was like it came out of nowhere. I was not expecting it to, you know, them to do a, a GI Joe spoof. You know, obviously community has been all over the map, but to do this cartoon and, and come at, come at my nostalgia button, that sounded really weird. Um, but <laughs> the know. nostalgia button is what you want to focus on when you're eating. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, you can, everyone stop listening. <laughs> That's why they call it a blast from the past. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You fucking started it, my did. friend. No, I like, did. I asked for your... this. So, yeah, so that's, I mean, I think that's, like, I'll fully admit, you know, I put this this episode, or, yeah, I put this episode in my top ten, and that'll freak people out because it's, I don't think it is many people's favorite episode, but, you know, when I, I did this, an episode with, to my brothers uh, the other week and we talked about this episode in particular um and i mean it's just it's i think coming in with um rob schraub doing do, directing it you know they got um a, a ton of the original uh um what the hell am i saying um writers, and writers mm-hmm. the anim- animation folks to, to come in and um, to do the the animation, you know, they were, so like they got the guy who does the GI Joe voice to, voiceover to do the voiceover. Um, just really surprised that uh, Hasbro, I think, who's, who owns um, GI Joe, was so like on board with letting them do this episode. And sure. yeah, it's just right. Yeah, for yeah. anyone that doesn't that doesn't know, like Community goes to parody a lot, but this is like this is official. Like <laughs> this yeah. is. That's why they were allowed to like use the characters and use those characters like actual names and, and persona is because like this is like a licensed episode. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, signed it's, off like it's official it's, canon. I remember the first time uh, experiencing this episode and like seeing actual GI Joe like branding and being like, "Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> this costs money." <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I also love that this episode dives right into the question that I always had. I'm not uh, of the generation that watched it as a kid because I was the right age to understand it. So I, uh, when I was watching it, like with my uncle, he was like explaining stuff to me. And I remember asking him, like, what didn't they? No one gets shot. And he was like, it's a show for kids. And I was like, but they're shooting guns <laughs> he was like it's shooting guns. <laughs> i was like yeah okay those wires are crossed but that's fine and i love that this episode's right away like wait we don't fucking kill people dude <laughs> it's so great it's so great because like you'd never think of that over all the kids shows but they wouldn't violent stuff like tom and jerry neither of them died all the kids right. shows are super violent but it's goofy violence so like when when <laughs> When someone actually dies and you're like, oh, fuck. What? <laughs> we can die? It's so good. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, the look on uh, um, Duke's face <laughs> in horror <laughs> as Deathstroke's falling to his death. It's like, oh. Yeah, great. 
Doesn't isn't it also because he's shooting holes in the parachutes? Yes. Yeah. Which is which is by itself like a thing you don't fucking do because that's shitty. <laughs> and just like fuck it, ripping <laughs> holes. In, it's so it's so good. I love it. I love yeah. it. It's it's acceptable. The shock waves it sends throughout both GI Joe and Cobra, because even though Cobra is like a terrorist organization who who every week like attacks some major landmark, they don't kill anybody. Um, they they suppressing fire with their laser rifles because it's like a kids show, so they can't have right. like guns. They have to have like laser yes. rifles. Um, yeah. and and it, it ultimately brings GI Joe and Cobra together into Jobra. Uh, which is absurd <laughs> fucking uh, exceptional but this episode is just stacked with fucking great jokes like it yeah. this is low key one of the like funniest joke for joke episodes possibly of the entire show if this one kills every time yeah it's very good and not all of them are just like punchline jokes I love the uh, didn't like the the reused animation that happens like yes. three times when, oh, uh, with the rocks! Can we just do this? Yeah, it saves money. <laughs> so good, so good. Great animation joke. Um, the like, I mean, just like the when they're in jail and they run through like those that list of rejects, like deep dish, shark arms, placeholder. It's like a blank model with TBD, <laughs> sleep apnea, and it's just Dan Harmon. Like it's yeah. just it's just like yeah. fucking joke to joke to joke to joke. Uh every constantly um also everything rob schraub does in this episode as the voice of cobra commander is so so funny uh (laughs) it's great it's great my totally platonic friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah this episode's great i i didn't realize until someone brought it up that this episode had a lot of detractors. I mean, no, I mean, it seems like it, the detractors are the people that are like, Jeff's not that old, which, fuck him. But I I love this episode. Every time it comes on, it's one of those episodes that, like, because season five and six are sad to me, inherently, mm-hmm. I tend to, like, watch one, two, three, and then go back one, two, three, and just kind of play the hits. Um, so, But, like, sometimes I get through four and then go to five, and this this episode will come on. I'll be like, "Oh yeah, there's this really dope fucking GI Joe episode," uh, and I almost always forget about it. So when it comes on, I'm always like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch this. I'm definitely gonna watch this." Uh, I would I wouldn't have thought that anybody would have a problem with it though. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking great episode. On like every metric by which I can judge an episode of Community, right? It like tells a good characterful story about Jeff. It is also hilarious. It is also, like, formally inventive, the way he starts, like, busting up through the levels of, yes. of meta. Like, he he bursts into the toy commercial. Um, <laughs> it, just, like, it it, it, it... it, This show that is never satisfied with itself and is always, like, redefining itself. That, like, yeah, we could just do a fucking full-ass G.I. Joe episode. Uh, where we use G.I. Joe assets and and use it to tell a story about like Jeff not wanting to accept that he's aging that he this this thread that comes up with Jeff so often that like he refuses to believe he's mortal um, the the psychology of letting go episode is a great episode about that as well 
Uh, it just it's it's a it's a great threat. Yeah, it's real good. It's real good. It's real good. A lot of jokes yep. about boobies. <laughs> who doesn't like who doesn't like jokes about boobies? Uh, look at that rack I gave you. Those are going to stay right there forever. Forever. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, or uh, when when what's his face the uh, Cobra Commander and the Aryan foosball figure. Uh, have oh, yeah. Jeff <laughs> have Jeff chained up, and they're like, "You can join us." Uh, tell me, what do boobies look like? <laughs> <laughs> I love the personas that he gives to all the characters. Um, Buzzkill, yeah, that's a good one. Tight ship, three Tight kids. Ship. <laughs> Tight ship's good. I got three kids. Fourth wall. Um, yeah, so many, so many good fucking, uh, and then even, you know, the, uh, Zimzam, <laughs> Duncan's persona, where yep. he has a twin that feels all of his pain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. four guys just trying to make a living as a waiter and, you know, the ass kicked every day. <laughs> oh, it's too complicated to explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh god, when they're trying to get health insurance for fucking Cobra, uh, which is they're funny. Like, What's Cobra... that? He's like, it's like it's ins- what is the what does he say? It's insurance. Or is it uh, like press for hazard pay? Because apparently we, we, can die we can die now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to get insurance. Welcome to Cobra. Maybe you noticed our logo is a snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's a great extra layer because Cobra is an actual health insurance company. Uh, so it's very yes. funny trying to get trying to get uh, health coverage from from Cobra. Um, also, a little and, bit of a little bit of commentary when when Zimzam is like, "So we can afford to create a new tank every week, but we get the bare minimums when we." Yeah, it's fucking great. Now get uh, into the Subma chopper with real launching missiles and, and rotating. You know, uh, just like listing off toy ad copy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, incredible, incredible stuff. (laughs) Using Abed to comment on, like, the weird racial element that all of these fucking old shows had. Yeah. Especially uh, pertaining to Native Americans, which, like, Abed, of course, is not. (laughs) You know? Uh, The other Indian. Uh, And it's just, it's so... Although Abed isn't even supposed to be Indian. Danny Pudi is Indian, but Abed is is Arabic. Um, Yeah, just, just a fucking episode that's just littered with fucking good gags uh whether or not you know as someone who was born in 1992 i didn't watch a lot of the old gi joe cartoon believe it or not but um I, it's still like good recognizable archetype shit and i think yeah. everyone knows the uh the gi joe like messages at the end even if they know it only from like a family guy gag or something like that uh, to to bring in Buzzkill and Fourth Wall at the end to like give a message to children is is good. It's a good bit. Yeah, it's a good bit. So you guys ever watched the movie? You've never seen the movie and Serpentor. Do you know how they made Serpentor? Have you heard of him? Nope. They co- they combined the DNA of all of these um, like famous like dictators. So they, that's fucked up. Yeah, the one that I can remember is um, Genghis Khan. Um, but I, I, and I think they did a Pharaoh or something like that too. Uh, but it's strong. Like that's their quest. They're on Cobra's on this quest to like go collect the DNA and then combine them all into like this super dictator guy. Who's like 
Serpentor. He's this weird emperor of the snake people. Oh, all right. that's funny. No, yeah. the the G.I. Joe movie I have seen is, of course, G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra. Yeah, uh, starring, movies. starring Channing Tatum and I want to say Sean Wayans of the Wayans Brothers, uh, where like <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like uh, combat vets with Channing Tatum. And of course, Joseph Gordon-Levitt at the end of the movie becomes Cobra Commander uh, and, and Christopher Eccleston uh, from Doctor Who becomes Deathstro because his whole head gets encased in fucking in in chrome. Uh, how would how that would even you, work? <laughs> how would that even work? Um, yeah, good bit. Bad movie. Uh, I will say of GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. I did not. Oh, see. the second one. The second one's not great either. Yeah, I did not see Retaliation though. Like you know, it was in 2011, putting The Rock and Bruce Willis on something was like a pretty good way to get me to watch something. But even then, I was still like, no, GI Joe: Retaliation. I will not. You're going down a path I can't follow. I, I'm sorry. What's funny is in the second one, spoiler alert, uh, people came because they liked Channing Tatum, I guess. And that was without, his prime time. That was prime with, Tatum. Yeah, you want to know what's really funny? Is without telling, without yes. telling fucking anybody, Channing Tatum dies in like the first 15 minutes. Ooh. He's not in the second movie. It's The Rock's show. He doesn't, he doesn't come back? I thought they like no, saved him. No, I thought him. the whole movie he would come back and he never shows up again. Ooh. I was right. like, you thought it, okay, he actually You thought died. it would be like hateful eight and he would like pop out of the floorboards you know in the in the third act but no right no, he no, he's not homie gone homie like, gone right. yeah no unfortunately even even bruce willie could not get me to see uh gi joe retaliation and now they're doing like a snake eyes origin movie with henry golding and i'm like sure yeah just make any movie now <laughs> just, just do yeah. whatever you want i guess just uh have fun out there I guess. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, make your King Arthur cinematic universe where every night of the round table gets like an origin <laughs> movie. Do, <laughs> do whatever you want to do, guys. It's uh that we've we were thankfully saved uh from that by no one going to see Guy Ritchie's King Arthur Legend of the Sword. <laughs> we were Yo, I watched we that were, movie like two weeks ago and I like it. Sure. I heard it's actually pretty okay. Yeah, don't but, hate it. Like, oh. But but no one saw it. Definitively sure. no one. Sure. Until you. You were the first, actually. How was it? <laughs> oh, that's why I got that weird phone call from somebody just saying thank you repeatedly. <laughs> thank you. And it was Guy Ritchie. Yeah. <laughs> it, was Guy Ritchie. it was Guy Ritchie. I actually saw, I saw the new Guy Ritchie movie in theaters because I was like, nothing oh, else yeah? is playing. Uh, Wrath of Man starring oh, yeah, uh, sure. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Um, Jason Statham. Whatever he sounds yeah. like. No, I'm Jason Statham. I'm here to. <laughs> Are you a megalodon? I hate the Megalodon. Um, yeah, Jason I hate Statham. it so much I call it Meg. <laughs> I call it Meg, my ex-wife, the Megalodon. Um, as someone who watched all the Fast and Furious movies this year, uh, I've gotten a lot of Jason Statham in my diet. But Wrath of Man was actually pretty okay. Like, I, it's a... Um, oh, okay. I don't I believe like, you. I like non-linear crime movies. Uh, and that is a non-linear crime movie where it's like, oh, we kind of we tell the story out of order. Obviously, Kevin, you just said the word non-linear. <laughs> I have too much, um, what is it? Oh, vodka in my system. Um, <laughs> and uh, Holt McElhaney is really good in it. Scott Eastwood, Jeffrey Donovan. Um, it's not like there's a lot about the movie that doesn't work, but the stuff that works like really 
works. works. I don't know if it if it pops up on Netflix in like a year. I say it's worth a watch to everyone out there. Sure. Um, did you see The Gentleman? I did. That was one of the last movies I saw pre-COVID. I saw that like January of last yeah. year. Uh, like that. that was all right. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, the, it's a it's a Guy Ritchie crime movie. It does what it says on the tin <laughs> to, expect, <laughs> to expect more that's or less is foolhardy. <laughs> yeah, that's one book you can judge by the cover. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you go to the store and you pick up, like, a, the new James Patterson crime novel. And you're like, I know what this is going to be. I know what I'm getting. I, yeah. I know yeah. the basic quality this is going to be. No and one it's sits not down go- to a Michael Bay movie expecting something extraordinary. <laughs> right. You're like, I know what I know what to expect here to a certain degree. Even though I think I, we've talked about it before. You don't notice how good Michael Bay is until you watch people try to do Michael Bay, like Battleship, yeah, and no, just fail. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I don't love it's everything like, the guy's Michael, ever oh, done. It's a Michael Bay movie, but then anybody else tries, and you're like, oh, wow. maybe guy does have a market. I actually it. appreciate Michael Bay in <laughs> yeah. a weird way, not as like a human, but like I think I think he makes nobody makes movies like him, and I have to yeah. appreciate that. I have to. Um, yeah, yeah but it's, it's a. No, Roland is his own beast. Right. It's it's they're obviously both like gigantic dumb movies, but like they're very different. You could the the you know the the Pepsi challenge if I didn't know who directed the movie and it was one of them and you sat me down, I could tell you instantly which one it was. Yeah, it's all it's a whole thing. Um yeah. what the fuck are we talking about? GI Jeff. Yeah, good G. episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh good episode. Good jokes. Um Shirley gets a lot of good jokes. It's the same joke over and over again, but it's funny every time. Every time. It also comes and- across, at least the first time when it happens, I was like, oh, it's Britta's, look, I hate cops, but it's just Shirley saying, I have three kids. Which- and the first time it's relevant, and then sub every subsequent time it's less relevant to the sentence she said previously. It's so funny. It's really it's so good. Funny. Um. Yeah, it's a it's an exceptional bit. Um, I love the buzzkill persona from Brita. I would legitimately love like a buzzkill toy if some lunatic like actually made a physical version of that. I would buy someone direct me to a link um, so I can waste more of my money. <laughs> waste more? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come now. Who are you Fav- talking to? <laughs> Do you have a favorite favorite joke? Do you have like one that stands out? One that stands out. Um. The one that gets me every time is cold shoulder. Damn, what's with that guy? It's that Good one. Bit. That <laughs> one just Good nails bit. it. It's like you don't expect it. It's like, oh, his code code name is cold shoulder, and he's like not very friendly. And anyway, I just Good bit. No, love it. That's a that's a fucking good bit. It's not my favorite in the episode, but a bit that gets me is when they're cornered in the study room and Jeff is like, I'm like Neo in the third act of the matrix. I'm also like Neo in the first act of the second matrix. I didn't get around to seeing the third one. And they just like knock him out. That, that makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Um, I honestly, the one I brought up earlier, the like reusing the same animation three times to do three completely different things. Fucking good. rocks to me as someone who's done, who's worked in like cutscene uh animation for video games and like looked at people and been like but like what if we used the one from before <laughs> but put it in reverse and, and we like angled it 
different. And put it, yeah, it would yeah. look different, but you don't have to work <laughs> for another ten hours. Like that's just great. That's just great. I love it. Work smarter. I also not catch harder. those things in like movies. Like Doctor Strange is a really great moment where he's like being pushed through reality by the ancient one and like the the series of animations they use for the background and his face and the transitions are like the same they used on Jodie Foster in Contact when she was doing <laughs> weird dimensional shit. And it turns mm-hmm. out like two or three of the guys on that team worked on that movie 25 years ago. And they were like, I remember how to do this really quick. Like, that shit's great. I love that. We can, do this, we can do this real quick if we just like <laughs> find and replace Jodie Foster with Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Um, if we control our uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, all that stuff is good, and, like, um, you see that stuff in animation all the time if you, like, know what to look for. Because, like, yeah, no one can fucking animate (laughs) everything. It would be shit like Akira, where every frame is an original hand animation, is so rare and also so prohibitively fucking expensive (laughs) that... (laughs) That if you do not want to make a movie that violates every labor law, you know, uh, legal or moral, you got to reuse some stuff. You got to cut some corners. Yeah, you got to do some some reruns. Completely understand. Like, you can find it in the original Star Wars, where, like, they just use the same shot of the ship entering the trench just two different times. (laughs) Just two. It's the same exact shot. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you you had to do what you had to do. I'm afraid, I'm yep. afraid, um, you know, and they didn't, it's weird, all the stuff that they fixed or added, quote unquote, in, in like the remasters, they didn't change that one. <laughs> they left the same thing sure. in, and I appreciate that. Um, it's a, com- it's a commitment. It's a, commi- it's a commitment to, to the bit. To the bit. Because if you, if you redo that, you literally being antithetical to the purpose that it, like, can you imagine trying to save money and doing a thing and then later spending more money to make the thing different after it's a, it seems the, it seems way too on the nose. Talking about <laughs> the Snyder cut. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> just the most recent example. But you can find, you know, a- any number of examples. Pete, fucking yeah, five Jackson versions of making Blade extended Runner. cuts. Yeah. It, Peter Jackson. Um Recently, I've come to the assertion that I don't actually like The Lord of the Rings. I like those three movies. But, like, I don't care about any other piece of, like, Lord of the Rings media. I thought I did. Mm. But then I was like, no, I actually just like those three movies. I don't even like the other three movies. I just like those original three movies. I do not care about the books. I do not care about the Silmarillion. Um, One of the video games was pretty good. Shadow of Mordor. Uh, but other than uh, that, you, I just... Then you didn't play the PS2, like, movie-licensed games that were actually fucking incredible. I played the one GameCube game, like, Two Towers, when they, like, started making video games yeah, for it. Those it was okay. Were great. I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Sorry. I liked it. I liked it. Um, yeah, those games are... But yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Just had to air <laughs> that personal revelation for myself. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I don't like Tolkienian fantasy. I think I just like these three movies. <laughs> <laughs> which versions of the movies do you watch the extended versions or i watch the extended but if he watches the extended version i watch the extended but if people like to watch the theatricals i don't think 
you're not getting I, I don't think you're watching like a worse version of it because those are the versions that went to theaters and we all fucking loved the first time yeah. before the yeah. extended yeah. editions existed um but now i've just i've i've watched the extended cuts for the last Oh god, those movies came out in like 2002. So like for the last 20 years, <laughs> I've watched the extended yeah. editions. That's just yeah. what those movies are to me. Um, but people that like yeah. the theatricals, that's fine also. I don't care. <laughs> if you enjoy it, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. Live, live your totally fucking fine. life. <laughs> You're allowed to do that. You got about seven extra hours to live your life. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> you Each know, of those movies is not- an hour shorter. <laughs> for you than they are for me uh yeah anyway uh, last one is like almost an hour and 45 minutes i think the last oh one my is, God. Like, is yeah it's really like five hours it's, yeah that's what i'm saying it's, it's yeah, like, yeah exactly the extended version is in another it's it's movie. an eternity long it's like when i started working from home at the beginning of quarantine and i was like wow without an hour commute before and after work i have so much time <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have what just, am I supposed to do with my I evening? So, I could just like start playing a video game. I could start working out. Like I could, I could do so many things with this <laughs> extra hour I've acquired on either end of my day. Yeah. Uh, any any other concluding thoughts on GI Jeff before we go to the rankings? Mm. <sighs> I think it's a good episode. Yeah. Good yeah. hep. Yeah. Yeah. I was always surprised. I think the first time I saw it, I didn't really care for it uh i was just like so taken aback by everything that was happening and on every subsequent rewatch it's gotten funnier for me like every yeah. i i laugh more re-watching it than i ever did the first time yeah it gets funnier it, it gets funnier and funnier it gets funnier then let's go to the ranking shall we gents let's do it all right uh uh gi jeff messaging uh we live in a fascist police state disguised as a democracy uh i would like to say once again britta is right (laughs) once again (laughs) britta perry is correct um where are we thinking for uh this one let's okay last time it was animated troy and abed in stop motion uh number 24 how do we feel this one ranks against that one where they talk about the perfect bite in claymation food, how animated right. food looks so much more delicious than real food. Yeah, um, this isn't that good. I think. Yeah, I don't think that the the tag is that particularly that great. I like it as, um, as right as she is. <laughs> as right as she is. Uh, okay, uh, another season five end tag then number thirty. Uh, Dean and Duncan don't. Tex-Mex. That's where they just make sounds at each other for yes. for most of the end tag. That one's very funny. That one's funnier. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then let's cruise on down. Okay, our the classic be the old classic yeah. barometer number thirty-eight. Slut. Is this end tag better than Donald Glover screaming "slut" in a lady's pantsuit? No, I don't think so. No, but it's not far below for me. No, it's not far. I think it's above questions for the bar. I agree. It's yeah. not funnier than it's not funnier than Bert and Ernie. <laughs> yeah, I think we found our spot. Great. Yeah. New number forty. Great. But now I think this one might be a little tougher. The the ranking the episode proper. 
This one's going to be high for me, but not not top 10 like it is for Alex. Yeah. But I'm looking at something like Urban Matrimony and the Sandwich Arts. Um, a great episode. Uh, or maybe Basic Rocket Science, which is right. Actually, okay. The, the previous animated community episode, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. I I don't think G.I. Jeff is quite as good as Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. No, it's not that good. Well, it's funnier. It is funnier. It is funnier. But I like the aesthetics. I like the Christmas message. I like the Abed character story a little bit more than I like what's going on in, in G.I. Jeff. Yep. Um, okay, another... Uh, animated episode oh no i was thinking of a different episode some of these episode titles kind of blend together for me digital exploration of interior design that's what i was thinking but digital exploration of interior design is the episode with subway it's not uh it's not the video game episode oh yeah you're right yeah that's exactly what tripped (laughs) tripped me up because digital here refers to a finger in a butt and not a video game right that's nice Nice. Um, do I think you... it's higher. I think it's like back where you were. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I, maybe it's between contemporary American poultry and urban matrimony. Oh wow! So you're 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 right up there with twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, I feel that too. I just think it's it, like the only thing that's bad about it. The episode is you know people who are shippers of jeff and annie and, and that's well, they're not on this podcast so yeah <laughs> so <laughs> uh, shit. yeah so <laughs> so uh bite me actually okay here's what i'll say new number 25 for me just below urban matrimony and the sandwich arts but just above okay. basic rocket science What's Urban Matrimony and Sandwich Arts? That's where Shirley and Andre get remarried, Trinobed being normal, Jeff and Britta almost get married. A a stealthily great episode, despite not being, you know, like a big genre parody or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. I love it. New number 25, S5E11. G. I. Jeff. This will help Season 5's overall ranking. Uh, great so while i punch this into the number calculator uh daddy host and or alex why don't you tell the good people uh what you're up to and what you'd like to plug alex Uh, sure hey uh i think i have i'm staring at my desktop and looking at at least three more episodes uh left uh, in my season in quotes that i've been doing and I've been really, really... Well, part of it is I'm waiting to hear back. And anyway, you don't need to hear this. Edit this crap. <laughs> I refuse. I won't do it. Um, so, yeah, I got like three or four episodes left. And I'd love for folks to listen to those episodes. And I've got three writers of the show, Tim Sicardo, Alex Rubens, and Emily Cutler, who um, I talked to, and they were really great conversations. So that's nice. what I have. Yeah. Very nice. Um... Let's see. E3 is about to end. I think it's officially over today. Um, this If this is coming out next Thursday, it's been over for a week yeah. and a half. Um, but I got pre- 
press credentials. Press credentials this year. First time. Nice. 83, which was fucking dope. Um, and uh, today I put out a bunch of videos. A bunch of... Uh, I got to like sit down with a bunch of devs and talk about their games. So I put up five videos of those. That will be turned into three podcasts. Depending on what you have time to do, if you want to see it, then go watch it. If you don't, the conversations are really good too. That was a lot of fun. I still have like studios reaching out to me to see if I have time to catch their stuff. So like, that's going to keep going for a bit. And generally those press contacts stick around. So yeah, it's been a really busy like four or five days, but it's been really, really, really fun. Um, so yeah, if you like video games, this is like video game Christmas. So follow all the stuff that I do and you'll hear about all the cool stuff that happened. Awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, besides this, I don't really have anything that's immediately on the horizon. I'm like working on a bunch of stuff, but film projects take forever in both pre and post uh, production. Uh, I'm really enjoying playing the Mass Effects <laughs> trilogy in the in the new remasters uh, featuring communities Keith David in a in a weighty role. Uh, these uh, games still rule. Uh, and if you've never played them, uh, I'd recommend them. I had nothing to do with them besides playing uh, the second one so many times. Uh, but it's it's worth uh, a shot if you've if you've got uh, something or nothing going on. Um, so so that sounds good for me. Uh, oh boy! And I'll be appearing on Alex's podcast here soon. I don't know exactly when or if it will be out before before this episode. Uh, but you should listen to Alex's podcast anyway because one, Caleb and I have both been on it uh, multiple times, uh, and. Um, it's a great set of interviews with people that made this show that you like listening to our podcast about. Uh, so you'll probably enjoy that podcast. Um, yeah. And, oh boy, it, we have come down to it. We uh, Next week, uh, we'll be doing two episodes. The the season five two-part finale. We did, we are, <laughs> we are going to be wrapping up uh, Community's penultimate season. Uh, and then and then charging on through to uh, that oft debated season six, uh, which I cannot make <laughs> wait to make a, a thirteen week uh, plea for everyone to reconsider it <laughs> and, and, and see all its good qualities. Um, and uh, wow, I didn't didn't. <laughs> it's it's weird when these things kind of sneak up on you like that. You almost don't notice you're doing it until it's done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I looked at this episode number when watching it and was like, oh god, <laughs> what do you I mean eleven? <laughs> yeah, what is this? What is this number? I do not appreciate what it suggests. What do you yeah, mean eleven? Time thirteen. Time, time be moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it occurs to me that time keeps was... on slipping into the future. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's yeah, it's been, been quite a year. Yeah, and for the last year, like, every day's been a blur, basically. Like, every day lasts forever, and also, what happened to the last three months? So, like, that's been fun. (laughs) That's been fun. Yeah, every day's Blur's Day, that's what I say. (laughs) Uh, Is it it Blur's Day yet? (laughs) Is it? um, (laughs) Anyway, that's a critical role joke for all you fucking nerd-ass dorks out there. In listener land. Um, okay, well, we'll be back next week uh, with the two-part Season 5 finale. Thank you again, Alex, from Six Seasons in a Podcast for joining us and 
for having Ooh. the best name in the community podcast game. Uh, c- congratulations, as always, on that. <laughs> uh, but until next week, pop, 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 pop. I don't have. Bye. I can't. I can't do what Jace does, but I can do the actual thing. Oh Lord, no! Oh no, that was the wrong thing. Fight for freedom <laughs> wherever there's <laughs> But I won't play the whole thing because Jace does. That is our tradition. If you play the whole thing, that means the show is over. <laughs> that means we have to stop the podcast. That is our. Oh God, that that's is gonna our, be emotional. That oh, is our no. religious pact. We cannot complete the theme yeah. song at the end of the episode until. <laughs> Until we are done with emotional consequences of broadcast television. Oh, no. In 13 weeks. What is that going to be? That's going to be if we don't miss a week anywhere in there. Uh, Wrapping up sometime in in August, it looks like. Um, Which will be good because that is when I'm going to start filming projects. So that works out well hey hey uh i'm not listeners i'm not i'm not saying the show is is going away fully but you know might might work out uh some other format maybe stream it so i don't have to edit it you know like one of those uh something something like that we'll figure it out uh and we'll figure it out even more based on when the witcher season two is dropping which we still don't know uh i'm going to stop it's got a holiday but we don't yeah we don't know uh, they're having a con like next month. They're having like a just the Witcher convention with uh, CD Projekt Red and Netflix. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like a date is getting announced then. Yeah, better because if it doesn't, I'm gonna have fun for all you fucking Witcher heads out there. This has been a Talk Back Podcast. That was quite a show. Very entertaining. Please tell your friends about this show. Boopy doopy doop boop sex. Larry, I'm on DuckTales.